Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. No, Ben. My name is Dara Bautista, I am on the Word team here at the Gap Church. I'm a servant of the Gap Church, and uh, if this is your first time at the Gap Church, welcome. This is the Gap Church, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the... Freedom and the... Whether you're watching online or in person, I'm grateful that you guys are here. Um, you know, y'all didn't come to listen to me, y'all came to listen to God, so I'm just here to just pass the message along. Um, but before we start, I just want us to pray real quick. Uh, so Heavenly Father, God, I just want to say thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, God, to be in this place, Lord. We thank you for every single soul that is here, God. We thank you, Almighty Father, God, for what you've planted within everybody. We thank you, God, for their ears, for their heart, God. We pray that you open each of them. And we pray, Lord, upon their hearts, God, it shall be good soil as this word drops upon. I pray the seeds, Heavenly Father, God, will not fall into the thorns, God. It will not dry out, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, God, for everyone coming with a need and expectation, God. We pray that you meet and over, overdo what they're expecting, Heavenly Father, God. We thank you once again. Speak through me, Heavenly Father, God. Do what you want to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Man, God is good. Like I said, welcome to the God Church. My name is Dara. Uh, man, first of all, I don't know about you guys, but I got to see a little bit of a glimpse of Lolati's message last week. And, you know, I didn't know Lolati was a doctor, first of all, you know. <laughs> I, don't know I didn't know she was a doctor. But, bro, like, she went in. Everybody on social media, heart check, heart check, heart check, heart check, heart check. You guys better be checking your hearts. Don't just be hashtagging it. <laughs> but either way, um, you know, as funny enough, as I was watching... Um, a little bit of her message, um, I was just, because I don't know what I was going to talk about today, but I was watching some of her message, and for some reason, like, there was something that she was saying that, like, every time I heard it, like, my, it just, like, stuck to my spirit, and it was during the worship um, section where the, the, you know, the, the instrumentalist just ministered, shout out to them last week, just ministered um, amazing, like, on an amazing level. And um, she was saying something, um, I think just, you know, just out of the spirits, saying, you know, um, out of, she was saying, out of, out of our belly shall flow. And for some reason, I just kept on thinking of that. Like, I don't know why. I was like, man, this is, this is so good. And um, I think by Tuesday, I was like, okay, I think I'm supposed to talk about this. For some reason, I think I'm supposed to talk about this. So... Today, uh, if you're taking notes, the title of my message is The River Inside of You. If you want to personalize it, you can say The River Inside of Me, but the message is The River Inside of You. The River Inside of You. I want us to open our Bible to John 7, 37. John 7, 37, and I'm going to read to verse 39. John 37, verse, sorry, John 7, verse 37. I was saying it wrong. John 7, verse 37. Let me know when y'all are there. I guess we wouldn't bring their Bible today. John 7, 37. Y'all good? Okay, cool. I know the screens are working, so some of you are lost. <laughs> 37. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. 38. He who believes in me... As the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. 39. 39. 39. There we go. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Bless the reading of God's word. 
So in this scripture, uh, Jesus is, is here and he's, he's, he stood up and I love how the scripture says he stood up and he cried out. He didn't just say it passively, he cried out. So this was important, he said, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. That's how important it was. He cried out. He cried out saying this. If anyone thirsts, come to me and drink. So this must be important. And in this translation, it says, who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. In other translations, it says belly. Or other translations, it says the inner man. And... You know, as I was thinking of this, um, the first thing I want us to identify is what is a river? What is the river inside of you? In verse 39, it says it very explicitly. It says, but this he spoke concerning the spirits whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So at this time, Jesus was saying that those who believe in me out of their belly shall flow rivers. And he was talking at the time when the Holy Spirit had not yet be, been introduced. When he was saying that he hasn't been glorified, see, Jesus hadn't died yet. But after Jesus had died and he rose up, what happened is now the Spirit is introduced. And all of you now have an opportunity to this river, the Holy Spirit. Now, you see, a lot of us need to realize that the prerequisite to the, to the river is simple. It says specifically, he who believes in me. He who believes in me. That's it. He who believes in me, like, has a heart that will flow out rivers. So if you believe in Jesus Christ, you have a river inside of you. That's it. Got it? So you got a river? You, you got a river, right? You got a river? Y'all got a river? You got a river? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> no. So if you believe in Jesus, you have a river inside of you. Now, a lot of us always hear this, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, tongues of fire. Ah, feel this atmosphere. And it's all beautiful. But the thing is that we don't realize what is the reason for our river. Why do we have a river inside of us? What is the point of it being inside of us? Why does my river matter? Let's get personal. Why in the world does this quote unquote river matter inside of me? What does it do for me? Well, you see, I like to compare because I like to be very practical. And um, just like a lot of used the heart last week, uh, I'm gonna use the earth. So Lola, I don't know if you have that, uh, I don't know if they have the, the image I, I put you, gave to you guys. But simply, the thing is this, rivers on the earth are considered the veins of the earth. Just as blood is in your veins and it flows and it passes nutrients, oxygen, all these things, just, it's the same way as rivers. Rivers are considered the veins of the earth. You see, so what I'd like to say is the rivers inside of us are the veins of the kingdom. So inside of us carries the veins of the kingdom. So that's why your river is important because if you're not using your river, you're not using the vein that is connected to the kingdom. Simple. So, and, and, and I want us to look at this because 
This is what they call the anatomy of the river. Anatomy of the river. See, the river is split up into, into three parts. We have the, number one is a source, number two is tributaries, and number three is the mouth. One is the, two is the, three is the, cool. So how does this relate to us? Let me start here first. So, just like this, number one, you see this is the mountain, and traditionally in, in rivers, the way rivers are formed is that they usually come from glaciers melting or, you know, rainfall or something. So from the very top, you have the ice melting and it flows down here. And where you get to number two is that you have many, many streams of water now that come into this river. So these are the tributaries that provide water to this main river source. And then what happens is that it keeps going, and then number three is the mouth. It now empties out into a bigger, a bigger like body of water. That's what it does. So the source is what provides the water. The two is external sources that give more water. And number three is just the actual, what, what, it, what it flows out to the bigger body. So as I was, I was going through this, you know, I, I started to automatically get it. I was like, Bro, this is too easy, God, you're so good. You know, this is too easy, you know? And it says, um, one thing we have to realize this. In, in practical, when it comes to us, number one, if the prerequisite of having a river is belief in Jesus, what does that mean, the sources? Okay. So when God says, when he says, those who are thirsty, come to me. <laughs> those who are thirsty, come to me and get a drink. When he, when he was with the woman at the well, he said that you won't ever have to, to thirst again. You won't ever have to, th this, this source never runs out. This source never runs out. So this one right here is our source. This is our source right here. Now, from that, you see, in, in John 6, 35, to 36, says, I am the bread. He who comes to me shall never, shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you, you have seen me, and yet do not, you do not believe. So that means that, first of all, if you don't believe, you're not going to have access to this river. And not only that, if you don't believe that your river is working, that means that your source is messed up. That's what it means. If for some reason, like, you, this river is not working inside of you, it's probably because you've, you have a different source. We have a whole different source, and that's a whole other message, but uh, you have a whole different source. So what, are you, what, is, what have you made your source? You know, this can be a person, a thing, but if, it, if, if, if for some reason it's not flowing right, you gotta do some maintenance. Check what's happening here. What's next? The tributaries and the other streams, you know? Like I said, this could be a whole other message on its own. But, the tributaries, as I was reading through it, I automatically was like, yeah, this has to be, in my, in my translation, this is what this means. You see, excuse me, you see, the tributaries are smaller streams of water that flow into this river. And for me, I would like to say that some tributaries may be friends, influences, things that pour into you, maybe a mentor. This is why they say like people are pouring into you pouring into you. So the thing is this, if your source is right, but for some reason it gets dirty when it gets here, 
there may be something that is pouring into you, whether it may be lustful thoughts, maybe it may be fear, comparison, or a friend who talks too much <laughs> that's feeding you some, some wild thoughts, feeding you some, some, some bad energy. And the thing is that it's so crazy because, holy thing goes with Here's the thing, this is so little, but this little amount of water can change the outcourse, like the outcome of what your river looks like. So even if it's just a little bit of dirt, what is, meant, what is coming from the source that's clean has now, is, not, is now not 100% pure, it's now maybe 70%. And it still has the favorable aspect of being quote unquote pure, but now it's tarnished. And then we have the mouth, the mouth that goes out where the, where the river flows into. And I like to, to say that the mouth is the kingdom. The mouth is the kingdom of God. You see, as I was reflecting, I was thinking to myself like, okay, how does this make sense, God? Like, what, what, what does this mean? Because if we're flowing, if we have a river within us and it's going and then the river traditionally now goes somewhere into a bigger, bigger part of, bigger body of water. What does this mean? You're saying that, just like my scripture says, you know, we are, we are one body. Your river flows into the bigger, to the bigger portion of the, of the kingdom. So when people are praying and they're, and they're depositing things into this river, the things that they're depositing it into the kingdom, what does that tell you? Your river inside of you is not for you, it's for the kingdom. It's for the kingdom. The river inside of you is for the kingdom. So a lot of times when we think of the Holy Spirit, we sometimes think that the Holy Spirit is just there, you know, to just help us out. And he is there to help us out. But the reality is that when we're talking about the river inside of us, the river is for the kingdom. The river benefits the kingdom. You, it benefits you too, but the main output of it is for the kingdom. And as I continue to think about this, we just thank God for revelation because for me, I started to realize that this is why when we come together, you know, this, this is why when we come together, we should be more, we should be more focused on our spiritual unity than our physical unity. We should be more focused on our spiritual unity than our physical unity. This is why they say that, oh, you know, when, when you guys are gathered, make sure you guys are spiritually one. Because here's the thing. This is a, since it's, it's, a, it's a kingdom, our rivers for the kingdom, the truth is when we speak in tongues, because it says these are unknown tongues, these are mysteries, the truth is that the reason why we don't know what we're speaking is because it's kingdom language. It's to God only. So the reality is this. When you're speaking in tongues, you don't know if you're praying for somebody in China. That's the reality. But here's the thing, when we come together and we're unified in spirit, what happens is that all of us spiritually lock in. So our rivers start flowing to the same place. It's aligned to the same place. Aligned to the same place. So what happens is this, this is why we always say, you know, speak in tongues if you can. You know, it's a gift, it's a gift that God has given us. Just ask him for it. Just speak in tongues because when you edify your spirit, what I like to say is that you're causing your river, the source to shake and produce more, produce more water. So the thing is that when you don't engage the spirit on a regular aspect, what's happening is that your river is not flowing well, it's dry, or the amount of water that's coming in is very little. 
So when you go into your room, when you're in your secret place and you're, and you're speaking in tongues, you're edifying yourself. But what's happening is that you're making the river flow. You're making the river flow. And this is why when you continue to speak, continue to speak, continue to speak, you know, the truth is this. Who knows photosynthesis? Y'all know photosynthesis, right? Okay, I would hope so. It's okay. I really didn't even know like that either. So. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> but the truth is this. You see, because of the river is inside of us, right? Man, and I remember I was listening to a word from somebody that was talking about this as well, and he, I, I didn't understand it until I was reading the scripture, and I was like, that makes so much sense. But here's the thing. When you continue to press in spirit, pray in spirit, pray in spirit, edify yourself, pray in spirit, and that river is flowing, the river is flowing, the river is flowing, what happens is that over time, water evaporates. Water evaporates. You see, this is why I always tell people that our job is not to pour, it's just to flow. Our job is not to pour, it's to flow. God is the one that pours. I will pour out my spirit upon, we're just supposed to flow. So when we engage the spirit, God is just pouring and we're flowing. That's it. We're just flowing. So here's the thing, when we pray long enough, when we're, when we're tearing in the spirit, tearing in the prayer in our, in, our, in our secret place, what happens is now, the more we keep on pressing, the more we keep on pressing, the, the, the river is rushing. It's 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 rushing. And sometimes what may happen is, one, there can be a flood. You know, I was researching, I was researching, you know, what are the, neg what are the negative aspects of having a flood? And for some reason, every single place, most of the places I went to, nine times out of 10, all the negatives of having a flood in a place only affected human behavior. It never affected the earth. It never affected the earth. It affected the people, us. It affected our infrastructure, people being displaced, lives being lost. But for the earth, it, didn't, it, it helps the earth. So, and this is a side note, because this is going to be a whole other message too. So when you flood, when, you're, when, that, when that river's going and it's, and it's flowing, it's flowing, and you flood, that's where you start to see the fruit grow. Because here's the thing, the thing, the Spirit gives gifts, right? But for the fruit of the Spirit, it has to be grown. It, it grows. There's a reason why it grows. So if, you're, if the river's not flowing, there's a reason why you might have a character issue. There's a reason why you may struggle with being patient and being peaceful and being, having goodness and all these things because your river is not flowing. That's why when we engage the spirit, our, our, the fruit grows because the river, all this greenery, when we start to flood a little bit, the water, it goes to the greenery and we start to grow the fruits. We start to grow the fruits. We start to grow the fruits. But here's the beautiful thing. In the terms of photosynthesis, you see, this is why it's so important for the church to pray. Church to pray, be spiritually in tune, stir up your river inside because when it says out of your bellies shall flow rivers, you see, you don't even know what's inside of you. You don't know what's inside of you. So here's the beautiful thing. This is why I love corporate prayer a lot of times because when you guys start pressing, you're all in spirit, unified, pressing towards one thing, whether it's healing for somebody, whether it's somebody's situation, whether it's for, for, for marital, whatever it is, 
when you guys start pressing towards something, the thing is this, when the rivers of everyone start flowing, the way photosynthesis works is that the heat, heat is above it, so the water starts to come up, right? And what happens? Clouds, clouds form, clouds form. So once clouds are forming, the thing is that, you see, clouds are made up of millions of droplets of water. I want y'all to get this. Do y'all get it? Clouds are made up of millions of droplets of water. So here's the thing. When me and Timmy Lane are praying about the same thing and we continue to press, our rivers are flowing, the evaporation is going up. The thing is that her droplets, my droplets, are going to that cloud. So the more people are praying about something, that one thing, the cloud is being filled up even faster. What happens when a cloud is, is, is big enough? It rains. It rains. It rains. That is why, that is why somebody can be suffering in another country and us praying together, once that cloud is picked up, it's sent forth. All we need is the wind of God to send it forth. That's all we need. Because when we're praying about that one thing, those clouds are being stirred up. The bigger those clouds get, the rainfall is coming. So that's why when we want to send something somewhere, trust me, we can send it. All we need is the wind of God to pick up our prayers. That's all we need. That is the power that's inside of us. That is the reason for our rivers. That's why our rivers are kingdom mandated. They're kingdom minded. They're for the kingdom because when we pray for, the, for these rivers to continue to flow, we don't even know who we're affecting. But that's the beauty when we come together, when we pray in unity and we unify together, we pray for that one thing. Trust me, it will be done. It will be done. It will be done. And that's why I was told about that. Are you, are you actually stirring up your spirit? Man, what are you doing? Is your river dried out? Check your, like Lola said, check your heart. Check your river. <laughs> check your river. Check your river. The scripture says it's for, it's for your spiritual edification, so it's for you. It's for you. You don't have to be in a, in a big congregation to be speaking in tongues. Trust me, this is the least of the places you need to be doing it anyways. It should be at home in your closet. Check the scripture on that one. <laughs> so when you're at home and you, you build an altar of worship, an altar of thanksgiving, an altar of prayer, and you pray on that place and you begin to, this is why we're intercessors. Everyone can be an intercessor. You don't have to be in the prayer team to be an intercessor. Everyone can be an intercessor because once you go on your knees and you pray to God and you radabasigated, the truth is that for however long you want to do it, you don't know what cloud you're filling with rain. You don't know where your water droplets are going. That's why it's only God. It's a conversation between you and God. The devil can't understand it. That's why it's a mystery. Because wherever God needs your prayer to go, it's going to go. So, when, so the thing is that, I'm going to be real with you. If you're not engaging your river, you're kind of being selfish. You're kind of being selfish because you want all the, you want all the, the things, the perks of the, you know, him speaking to me, the gifts, the fruits. But when it comes to the real reason why you have a river, you don't want to, you don't want to do it. You don't want to engage in that. You don't want to help your brother or sister. You don't want to help that missionary all the way wherever they are in trouble. Your river is kingdom minded. It's for a kingdom reason. Stir it up. 
Five minutes a day if you need to, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, you'll find out that some people, like I was saying, who don't have the best character, who don't have some of these things, aren't engaged in the spirit on a, on a regular basis. They're not engaging the spirit on a regular basis. And, and another thing about this, that another beauty of the river is this, because as much as it edifies us personally and for the kingdom, the things that when we're in a place like this, when we're all stirring up our river, the Holy Spirit will release, release his gifts. He will release his gifts. I don't remember what the scripture was, but I think the scripture was, there's a scripture that says that, you know, um, there we go. I think it was in uh, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 Corinthians, Corinthians 14, it says this. You see, it says, right about, cool. 1 Corinthians 14, 3. That's what I wanted to, want to read. It says, but, uh, sorry, verse 2. For he who speaks in tongues does not speak to men, but to God. So that's clarified. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Okay? Verse 3. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. Verse 4. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. That's affirming what I was saying. It's, it edifies us. It's for us. But now it says this, but he who prophesies edifies the church. So here's the thing. When we have things like a power night or a deeper night or we come together and someone's on stage praying and they're praying in tongues, when we're all praying in tongues and we start up a little bit, then we start actually praying. The thing is this, out of us being aligned for the kingdom, the truth is this, the result of that river flowing is now we have the benefit of God giving the gifts to us. Whether it's a word of prophecy, we've seen this many times, guys. We're the Gap Church. Come on, we see this all, a lot of times. This, the, the, the worship is flowing. The Spirit is here, and what happens is that there's 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 things impartation comes. Because here's the thing: that is a result of this river as well. Because here's the thing: I don't know. This is such a weird example to use. Uh, please forgive me if I use this in the wrong way. But you know, there's this thing I know that when uh, a lot of girls are with each other for a long period of time. <laughs> you already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and they're really close. What tends to happen is there's something within them that tends to sink. <laughs> I guess you can call me a doctor too, Sean. <laughs> you know, something within them starts to, starts to sink. And the thing is this, whenever like I was saying before, we're all in one place and we are spiritually synced and we're praying towards it. The thing is that everyone, there's something that has to be given out. There's a prophecy that the, the, the Holy Spirit, the gift will be released upon the room. That is why, trust me, if, if y'all want to see miracles, we can get it. If y'all want to see on-the-spot miracles, we can get it. Let's just tarry together for a little bit. Let's just keep going for a little bit. We, we'll, we'll get it. Because the thing is that by scripture, the gifts will be released. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. You don't have to be, have the, the healing ministry to be a healer. I mean, of course, God is the one that heals. He's just gonna flow through you. That's it. So the reality is that, trust me, if we wanna go there, we can go there. And trust me, we, we gonna go there soon. We will. But that's the reality is that part of our river, part of us, the river's flowing is because when we're locked in, we're unstoppable. 
I'm gonna just be real, we're unstoppable. A lot of the reasons why our kingdom may be, people, people in, the, in the kingdom of God may not be at the best place they wanna be, or some people are, are, are lower than they're supposed to be, someone's faith is here, is because of this. The river is dry. The river inside of them is not there. Another thing I'll say is this, they, they don't thirst. They're not thirsting. They're not thirsting. They're not thirsting. Part, part, part of the prerequisite, of course, it says, believe in me. If you believe in me, you have access to the river. But it says, he who thirsts, come and, come and have a drink. So here's the thing. Also, it could be the fact that you're not thirsting enough. You're not hungry. The hunger's not there. It's not there. The hunger's not there. And I believe that for a lot of us, some of us may be fervent and engaged in the Holy Spirit, but for a few of us, maybe we don't think it's that serious. But I want you guys to know that it's that serious. That's why I came here today, is to let you guys know that the river inside of you is that serious. You don't know what's inside of you. I'm gonna keep on saying that. You don't know what's inside of you. You don't know what's inside of you. What's inside of you what can flow out of it can change lives. See, when you start praying on your own, praying in the spirit, you don't know if you're stirring up a cloud for your family. You don't know if you're forming a cloud for the generations to come. You don't know if you're stirring up a cloud for your finances. You don't know. But the thing is that what you can know is that it's going to God and God only. God, it's going to be according to God. See, the Holy Spirit is speaking to God on our behalf. So if it's within his will, he's speaking it to him. So when you're speaking in those tongues, he's picking up those things. Oh, they need this. God, remember? This is in your will. Picking it up. Picking it up. Picking it up. Telling God, this is what it is. And once that cloud gets big enough, just watch it rain. Watch it rain over your situation, over your finances, over your relationships, over that thing you've been praying for. Maybe if you've been praying for a long time and it hasn't been answered, have you been stirring up your spirit? <laughs> have you been stirring up your, the, the river inside of you? And at this moment, I want us to just bow our heads because I'm about to close right now. I'm about to close right now. And uh, there's two things I want to do. And uh, the first, I wanna, I wanna pray a prayer for this first group. And the first group is for those that, maybe the river has been stagnant. The river has not been flowing the way it's, it's supposed to flow. It hasn't been going the way you want it to go. Maybe you've noticed that your walk isn't where it needs to be, spiritually speaking. You haven't been engaging the Holy Spirit as much as you want to. Or even for those that, want that gift of the Holy Spirit. This is a prayer for you guys, and if that's you, you can just signify real quick. If that is you, you want a, you want a, a replenishing within your river. There you go. Thank you. I'll pray this prayer real quick for you guys. Heavenly Father God, for those that, 
that have this river inside of them. God, you've given it to us. We believe in you, so you've given it to us as a gift, Heavenly Father God. The spirit within us, Heavenly Father God. There's a reason why it's there. So I pray, Heavenly Father God, for replenishing God. We pray, Heavenly Father God, Lord, if it's, if it's us mixing up another source, maybe we have a different source in our river, Heavenly Father God. We pray for a replacement, God. We pray for an exchange, Heavenly Father God. We pray, Heavenly Father God, whatever it is, maybe it's friends that have been uh, uh, messing up how pure our river should be. Maybe it's people who have been pouring in some, some dirt into us, Heavenly Father God. We pray, Heavenly Father God, for a removal of those people, God. And even, God, for those that are still seeking the gift of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, Heavenly Father God. I pray, Lord, within their secret place, when they go after it, Heavenly Father God, when they try and speak, Heavenly Father God, that your presence will be there to affirm them, Heavenly Father. We pray, Almighty Father God, for those, God, that want to speak, Lord. Give it unto them, God. Give it unto them. Let them know what it looks like, what it means, what it feels like, Heavenly Father God, to have the Spirit speaking through them, have the Spirit working through them, Heavenly Father God. And the next people I want to call right now is for those who want to rededicate their life to Christ and for those that, who want to give their life to Christ. You see, the prerequisite for the river is that you have to believe. You have to believe. You have to believe. That is a prerequisite. You have to believe. For some of us, we used to believe and we don't believe anymore. Some of us have lost hope. We don't believe in, 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 in the source anymore. But today I want you, for those that are in here who want to rededicate, for those who are in here that want to give their life to Christ, this is the moment for you to believe again. There's a grace to believe again in here. So if that's you, whether you're online or in person, I want you just to signify by raising your hands right now. Don't be scared. If that is you, if you want to believe again, if you want to believe again, Dedicate your life, give your life to Christ. If that's you, just lift your hand up. Lift your hand up, lift your hand up. Lift your hand up. And if you have your hand up, I want you just to take the bold step because I want to pray for you specifically. Uh, you don't have to just come all the way out to the altar, but just come out up here if that is you. Please stand, if that is you. If that is you, take that, take that expression of faith. Come out real quick. Just come out real quick. So Heavenly Father, God, we say thank you, Lord. For those that have rededicated and given their life to Christ, Heavenly Father, God, Lord. It says when those that are saved, when you find out those that are saved, God, there's a party that's happening in heaven, Heavenly Father, God. So we pray, Heavenly Father, God, even as they've rededicated their life or they've given their life to Christ, Almighty Father, God, I pray, Almighty Father, Lord, that you do a new work in them, God. Lord, them doing this is, is, is a statement that they believe in you, Heavenly Father, God. So let them see the fruit of the river within their lives, God. I pray, Heavenly Father, God, for their lives, Lord. I pray, Almighty Father, God, that you do a new work within their family, God. 
You do a new work within their school, their finances, their job, Heavenly Father God, within their health, Heavenly Father God. I pray, Almighty Father God, because of their relief, because of their rededication of this decision, Heavenly Father God, I pray that they will be able to see the physical, the, the, the actual practical manifestations of this decision, Heavenly Father God. We pray for encouragement. We pray for uh, the grace to walk this out, Heavenly Father God. And we pray, Heavenly Father God, that this will never be a decision that they end up regretting, God. We say thank you, Heavenly Father God, once again for what you're doing in their lives and for what you're doing for everyone here in the Gap Church, God. We say thank you, Almighty Father God, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Can we give God a hand clap? Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.